So when you want to accomplish anything, you must first work on changing your thoughts. What we believe is what we achieve. Your mind is like a muscle. The more you focus on exercising it, the stronger it becomes. Your life is a direct reflection of what you think. So positive, powerful thoughts will change your life and progress literally starts in your head. Welcome to the Pave Your Paradise podcast. I'm Mandy Ross, international media personality, speaker, writer, life cheerleader, and coach. Each episode, I'll share a guest or an idea to help you blast through your limiting beliefs, nourish your soul, and connect with yourself to take your relationships, health, business, and life to a next level. We don't play small, we're meant for great things. We take our struggles and turn them into slam dunk successes. This is the place for you to create your best you so you can pave your personal path to paradise. Are you with me? Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in and for all of your podcast support. You guys absolutely rock. Every day I read your reviews and I see your subscriptions, your shares, and I see your podcast love on social media and it means the world to me. I love empowering y'all to create your dream lives and I feel honored for you to be spending your time here with me right now. I want to know which episodes you're tuning into and what the meaningful takeaways are for you. When you share them with me, it lets me know what I should create more of for you guys. So send me a snapshot on social media and tag Mandy J. Ross and Pave Your Paradise on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the places. So another way that you guys can connect with me and the Pave Your Paradise podcast community is through my Patreon page. It's up now and with it, I'm ready to serve you even more through it. I have my first community of patrons. Thank you so much to you guys who have already signed up, and I'd love you to be in it too if you have not. There's lots of additional resources that I'm sharing on it. So again, if you want to join the actual community where you'll be receiving tons of self-growth and self-love tips, techniques, and tools for your personal development toolbox to be able to connect with me in live group calls, to participate in sweat soul and yoga sessions, and for private coaching, plus be supporting the podcast and me on my self-love mission, please visit my new page at patreon.com slash Mandy J. Ross. Da-da-da-da. Boom. <laughs> All right, I just got up actually from a nap and then I had a protein shake. So I'm feeling really energized right now, as you guys can tell. But I want to just dive into today's topic because it's something that has me really jazzed up. So without further ado, let's do this. So being that I'm in a season of abundance and big changes are happening in my life right now, and also hearing from a lot of you out there who are experiencing the same kind of situation in life, I figured an episode on resilience could help you through the process of what you're going through. The definition of resilience is as follows. Resilience is the process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, threats, or significant sources of stress. I also love the metaphor of athletic resistance and bouncing back from a punch, if you guys can picture that, as I'm an athlete, so I can relate to the recovery process and getting back in the game, as they say. This is so similar to the way in which we can operate in our daily lives when life throws obstacles, challenges, and major changes our way as well. 
It's really about developing what I like to call an athlete mindset and is the healthiest way for us to navigate difficult situations and venture through this unpredictable life. Resilience is imperative in order to move ahead, keep going, and to stay on top of your game as you are susceptible to things happening at any time. So you need to be, as they say, game face ready always. As mentioned, whether we're talking sports or major life situations, resiliency is about mastering your attitude in life's most stressful occurrences, but also being able to come back stronger. It isn't just a quality, but rather a mindset. A great example of this and where I drew some of my inspiration for this way of thinking happened a few years ago when I read an article in Forbes magazine about why companies should hire athletes. The piece focused not on an employee's physical abilities, but rather if they had the mindset of an athlete. It brought to life the concept that in every successful individual I know, they all share these same traits. Drive, self-motivation, super achievers, continually evolving, adaptable, strategic thinkers, exceptional entrepreneurs. Striving for balance and team players are just a few of these athlete aka leadership traits. And of course, resiliency was high on that list as well. Utilizing all of these athletic qualities has not only resulted in success in my physical training, but also in my professional life. Every day I ask myself, how am I exercising my mind, body, and spirit, and checking in regularly if these three are in tip-top shape? A number on the scale doesn't matter to me, but living a fit life to the best of my ability does. As y'all know how I feel about personal stories and that sharing is caring, <laughs> I'd like to share my journey with you guys to gain some insight, but also hopefully some inspiration as well surrounding resilience. So I feel so compelled to say this to begin with. Your struggles don't make you less than they only make you human. And yes, I came up with that little saying, but I really love it because I really feel after everything I've gone through and having seen so many friends and loved ones and people in society overcome so many struggles and also interviewing so many people over the years who have literally gone from the most tragic type of scenarios and pull themselves up to a space that is so triumphant it just makes you human. Your struggles don't make you less than, they only make you human. So if you've ever felt inadequate because of some challenge you've had, I can completely understand. From someone who's experienced hurdles like body image issues and disordered eating, anxiety throughout my life, and feeling at times like I wasn't enough or that there was something wrong with me, I couldn't have been further from the truth. I couldn't see past the story I was telling myself that was my condition and that it was of me and therefore reflected who I am. And that is a very heavy burden to carry, especially when you're in the eye of an internal storm. But here's the thing, in those times I had to remind myself that my symptoms were things I was experiencing, but they weren't me. That's why your thoughts are so powerful. When mindfulness, awareness, and truth are present, you can be the one to put a stop to the lies you're telling yourself. It's only when you're honest with yourself that progress can happen. Over time, I've become more conscious of times when I'm telling myself a limiting belief, when I need to be truthful with myself, and when I need to be my own best friend and cheerleader and stick up for me. I've had to unteach myself to live up to this perfect expectation I had in my mind. 
and with each passing year I feel the pressure ease while simultaneously falling more in love with who I am naturally truthfully and feeling good in my own skin so if you're dealing with a personal plague right now you're not any less than other people you may be a mess but that does not make you a broken case if you are experiencing hard times, it doesn't take away from the amazing qualities you have or the wonderful person who you are. You are whole, you are worthy, you are enough, you are not alone, and you are so loved. And the reason why I preach this kind of message so often is because, it was funny, I was actually having a conversation with a girlfriend earlier talking about resiliency, and she actually recognized that in me. <laughs> My girlfriends and I really love sharing, we love uplifting one another, and she said, you know, Mandy, I really appreciate and admire your resilience. I really obviously appreciated her acknowledging that in me. But I said, there's a big difference when you can finally come to a place in your mind where you can be broken over something, you can be heartbroken, you can, you can have things that feel broken to you in your life, but that doesn't mean you're shattered. That doesn't mean you're done. That doesn't mean that it's over. It just means that you're allowed to be in your brokenness and then you can rise above it and rise stronger. That's really the main takeaway from this message because as someone who's faced a lot of adversity, um, and by all means, compared to a lot of other people, I will say I'm on the smaller end of the spectrum of adversity, but still, we all have, I'm sure all of you listening out there have had challenges that you've had to overcome in your lives, and when we can come to a place of allowing ourselves to feel through it, to really just allow ourselves to feel more than anything, that's when the real healing can begin. When you can be honest and truthful with yourself, that's when the healing process can truly occur. I'm a big believer of facing adversity head on with a smile. If you've ever had times when you feel anxiety or sadness or fear creep up and you also feel like you're alone in the suffering, I understand as I've been there too. I've dealt with, as I mentioned, many challenges in my life, and I'm definitely no stranger to facing harsh realities and the intense pain that stems from them. Issues, as I mentioned, like body image, things like parents who at different times struggled with addictions, living with anxiety, witnessing a parent live through an illness and be in a near-death state, getting over my perfectionism, loss of a significant loved one, and the list goes on, guys. But these are just some of the struggles I've had and a few that I continue to deal with. I think it's really important to be honest with you as a lot of times, especially on social media, it can often be a highlight reel of just the happy moments in life. And I will say right away, I am so guilty of this in posting, you know, things that I'm the happiest about ongoing with a lack or imbalance of the other side of reality. You know, the sad or uncomfortable things we experience that make an impact and leave an imprint on us forever. The things many of us feel ashamed or guilty of omitting from our perfectly curated feeds. Among all of these, I've somehow always maintained my hope and my faith. I remember having very candid conversations with God as a child. It was one of those things that was able to get me through to essentially grow through what I go through. And to this day, it doesn't matter what you believe in, whether it's a higher power, God, you know, source. For me, I do believe there's a God and being able to have those conscious conversations. And again, I often say this, but I really do believe that there is profound power in prayer. 
and I never underestimate how powerful that can be. Now, I just want to make it clear. I'm not saying this stuff for anyone to feel sorry for me or playing that victim role because I know that we all have challenges and that we all experience negative situations in life. And I'm certainly not a victim to my past or my present. I am saying this because I think it's important to remember that we are all works in progress and that no one is perfect and no one has a perfect life. Your history does not determine your destiny. And guys, the scars that you have don't make you less than. They don't make you less worthy, less capable, or less deserving of achieving success. The stories you and others have told you that are holding you back right now are simply that. They're stories that you have the power to change and rewrite in your favor. While there are many ups and downs in life, there's one constant that remains. For me, my hope and my faith. I believe that you can truly transform your pain into power and to live your true purpose. Right now, I just want to say on this podcast, I am praying for you, for your healing, and for your inner peace, and I really, truly hope that the best is yet to come for you, and I really mean that from the heart, guys. I really strongly believe in the power of prayer, and I am so happy to be able to pray for you right now in this moment. So having shared with you some of the hurdles and struggles I've overcome, hence how I've built up my resiliency... Uh, I want to share with you guys and just get right into ways to actually develop a stronger resilience muscle. I'm all for mindset. I think mindset has such a big role in developing just that really strong resiliency towards situations that come up in life. So a really important thing that's not necessarily easy, but really important to remember is that when life gets you down, it can be really easy to beat yourself up internally and to focus on that negative thing. But I've learned to turn any situation now into one that can be of service to me and my self-growth. I decided to shift my mindset into believing that every incident is given to me, especially meant for me to learn from, regardless of the circumstances. I began being thankful for every opportunity that arose as I knew that each one was helping me to become a stronger, wiser, and more resilient individual. When we're faced with challenges and we choose to view them with an attitude of gratitude, which I'll get into a little bit more in depth later on in the episode, that's when we can learn powerful insights about ourselves. The more in tune you become with yourself, the more aligned everything in your life starts to become. You deserve to be living out your dreams, whatever they are. And the first step is realizing that you have the power to do so. You, my dear, are the master of your destiny and you are so worthy of whatever your dream life looks like. I'm a huge believer that the mind and body are so intertwined. And when you have a strong mind, you can have a strong body. So when you want to accomplish anything, you must first work on changing your thoughts. What we believe is what we achieve. Your mind is like a muscle. The more you focus on exercising it, the stronger it becomes. Your life is a direct reflection of what you think. So positive, powerful thoughts will change your life and progress literally starts in your head. This might be getting a little creative for you guys out there, but I really want to share it. Maybe you'll find it inspiring as well. So life, I look at life as though it can be a garden of beautiful flowers or a garden of thorns. It all depends on your personal outlook. When you reach towards the positive things in life, you'll find that the negatives are subtracted more often. 
What you focus on is what comes to fruition. And when you can train your mind, you can transform anything. When we want change in our lives, we often overlook that in order for us to expand ourselves, we must first learn to train our brains. The real training of anything doesn't begin in an external environment, though. That's where a lot of people get tripped up. The best tool you need is one that you already have internally. The surest way to inspire a massive shift in your life is not to focus primarily on the goal at hand, but rather on the way in which you mentally approach whatever it is you want to achieve. When your mindset is strong, determined, and optimistic, your actions will follow. And how does this have to do with resiliency? You can literally train your brain to become more resilient. You can train yourself to become more resilient through mastery over your mind. Now, another huge element in becoming resilient is being a flexible person. And I'm not talking about the crazy flexible (laughs) yoga stuff I post on social and I do. I'm talking about flexibility as a whole. So I often hear people say they want to become more flexible. And as someone who is quite flexible physically, but also mentally, I can say that it takes time, patience, effort, and a lot of practice to expand. Flexibility, again, is like a muscle. The more you flex it, the more it grows. And like most things in life, balance needs to be considered. There is such a thing as being too flexible. Physically speaking, I'm always mindful of overdoing a pose as it can lead to a serious injury. Similarly, mindset-wise, I try to be conscious of when I am being overflexible in situations or in other words, overextending myself. Whether it's overcommitting to try to please everyone, allowing others too much leniency when they are not deserving, or other similar scenarios, by being too flexible, you're not doing yourself or the other person or people involved any favors. By not standing up for yourself based on high standards that you set, you're actually doing a disservice to everyone involved. It's a lose situation. Knowing what and how much you'll tolerate, i.e. how flexible you are willing to be while still keeping your integrity, is an imperative element. In knowing how far you should go, whether in a pose, if we're talking yoga or sports or whatnot, or in life. When you have a high self-worth, you know what you're willing and not willing to accept. This allows you to be more flexible while still honoring and respecting yourself. You know what you deserve, and you should never settle for anything less, guys. And just bringing it again back to the resiliency factor, when you start to become more comfortable and more assured of what your boundaries are, of what your negotiables and non-negotiables are, you're going to find it a lot easier to navigate difficult situations. And you're also going to find anything that comes up in life a lot easier to handle. Because if you have a flexible mind, it means that you're more easily able to adapt, especially during times that are far more challenging in life. So it was recently Thanksgiving in Canada, and it was was a beautiful reminder to me of not only being grateful, but also how we can use gratitude as a tool and a gateway to allow us to not only go through, but also grow through and rise stronger through our challenges. Guys, you really can turn your grief into gratitude. Now, I really love this concept of living a full charmed life. It comes from the song, you know, semi-charmed kind of life. Baby, baby. (laughs) I want something else. Okay, that's a whole other topic. 
<laughs> I won't start singing to you guys too much, I promise. Although I do love singing. This concept of full charmed life. If you really think about it, how often do you allow time to go by before giving thanks for all that you already have? It's an interesting concept because so often people want more. They want more, you know, better relationships. They want more money. They want more material possessions. They want all those you know, stuff. But a lot of times what is lacking is the gratitude for what they already have, the blessings that are already present in their lives. For some, it unfortunately isn't until after a loss that they realize what a blessing something or someone was. And in Canada, as I said, being that it was Thanksgiving weekend recently, you know, there's this huge emphasis on being grateful. And while I love the holiday traditions, Hello, fam jam. And of course, the food, because you know how much I love food. It's the sentiment of it, really, that I truly adore. Gratitude shouldn't just be left for a holiday that rolls around once a year. It should be an attitude in which we live with every day. And it can be easy to take things for granted while you have them, especially in our busy daily lives. Not taking time to really acknowledge the blessings that surround you. Having endured the pain and shock of losing loved ones, as I mentioned, I started saying prayers of gratitude daily, and they truly changed my life. I like to call them seeds of gratitude, as I believe that what you appreciate, appreciates. So every time I quote-unquote plant a seed, I have faith that it will grow, blossom, and flourish in my life. When I look back at any success I've had, whether it be opportunities, experiences, relationships, etc., a deep sense of gratitude has always strongly been present. As woo-woo as it sounds, gratitude is an energy in itself and one that is powerfully attractive. And yes, I will say it's also sexy as well. <laughs> if you want more abundance in your life, start by being thankful for what it is that you already have. This is one of the key thoughts around why I even created Pave Your Paradise and the philosophy around it, because it's based on not just seeing the glasses half full, but also appreciating that you have a glass with water or whatever in it to begin with. On Thanksgiving and every day, I'm just thanking you guys right now for being in my life and for supporting my journey. And as you know, I love helping to make your days brighter and I'm so thankful for the opportunity to do just that, to be a life cheerleader, a caring voice, a compassionate space holder and positivity infector for you. I'm so grateful for all that you guys gift me with in return without even knowing it. And okay, I went off on a little bit of a mush tangent there, but what I'm getting at in, in terms of relating this back to the resiliency is in order to be resilient, you really need to have a strong foundation and a firm grounding in knowing that everything that happens is happening for you. It's not happening to you. It's literally shifting your mindset from one that is in a victim mentality to one that is a leader, one that is empowered, one that is strong and fierce and warrior-like so that no matter what comes at you, you are able to grow through any obstacle, any barrier, any limiting belief that comes up for you and rise above. And how gratitude beautifully plays into this whole equation is that when you're already thankful, when you're already grateful for what you have, it's a lot easier when things do happen to you to look at it as a situation of, you know what, why is this happening for me? 
there's a lesson here that I meant to learn. And instead of complaining, instead of blaming, instead of shaming, you can actually see it as the gift or the blessing that it can actually be in your life. But it's all about how you perceive it, receive it, and the way in which you believe it is meant for you. And ultimately, it's a choice to rise up stronger after a major stress happens in your life. I like to think of it as a sink or swim metaphor. <laughs> okay, okay. I know I mention a lot of metaphors, especially ones to do with nature and physical activity, but those are my passions, guys. So I find it really easy to relate life situations to both of those examples. And I find you guys can also usually understand the message more if I provide tangible visualizations. So that's why I oftentimes use so many nature and physical activity metaphors like muscles or, you know, forests. Or as I said, I like to think of of resilience as a sink or swim metaphor. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. And as I said on Pave Your Paradise podcast, I always want to be really transparent in anything that I share with you guys because I think it'll just, it helps me to release, but I think it also helps. And I know it does because so many of you message me after these podcasts and tell me how much just sharing my story and you guys listening and tuning in and hearing it helps you. So I'm going to keep sharing, as I said, because sharing is caring. So the last few months have been one one of the most transformative times in my life. And while I can see and feel a significant positive change in my mind, body, and soul, it definitely hasn't come without some major highs and lows. There have been days when I felt like I'm walking on water, but also I've experienced days where I felt like I'm drowning with overwhelm and stress. And transformation is a beautiful process, but it certainly isn't a pretty or comfortable one. The smile that I wear isn't because I don't go through hardships or experience extreme pain or sadness, nor because my life is perfect. No one's life is, and it's far from. But I choose to smile every day because despite my challenges and low times, I continue to always lift myself up and keep going. And you always have the choice to sink or swim in life, guys. When the water gets choppy, it can be really easy to lose your cool and control. But remember, no current is a match to your powerful force to push through. You were born to glide through the water, so you have to keep swimming. Eventually, you will make it through to calm waters once again, and you will come out successfully. It's just a shift in your mindset. You need to believe in you. I believe in you, and a lot of other people can believe in you, but until you truly believe in you for you yourself, you will not be able to get as high in your evolution as you're wanting to. And this is a beautiful segue into my final thought around resiliency. Guys, if you wanna be resilient and develop that strong, resilient muscle, you have to be your own superhero. And I wrote about this recently on social media and it was really amazing the feedback I got from people because they really resonated with the message. So I'm gonna share on the podcast as well because I know some of y'all might not have seen that. When you're feeling down, you really need to ask yourself, is your first, is your gut reaction to reach out to someone else or is it to be by yourself to work through it? And this is a really important question to ask yourself because it's a topic that I'm really familiar with as I've gone from one end of the spectrum to the other. So when I was a child, I experienced major stress. I didn't realize it at the time, but my symptoms that seemed to be normal 
looking back now, I realize I was actually living with anxiety. As a common and regular occurrence, things like, you know, major tests when I was a kid or big homework assignments would stress me out to the point of feeling sick to my stomach. Sometimes I would cry and I'd want my mom to hold me in a long hug. Maybe some of you guys can relate out there. Maybe not today, you know, wanting that long hug from mom, but case in point, maybe you guys can remember there's been times in your life when you just wanted to crawl into a ball and cringe up during those stressful times. So feeling the security that she was there to embrace me and calm me down by talking to me and telling me everything was going to be okay made me feel so much better about it. And while this beautiful solution did work wonders for me as a child, and I just want to put out there, I'm so grateful for my loving, compassionate, and affectionate mother. As I grew older and life situations became more complex than homework, when I was hit with stress, I'd find myself wanting that same feeling of security and I would try to find it externally. Fail. It was a complete fail. The thing is, that feeling of security and calm that you are searching for or that I was searching for at the time, that can only ever come from within. It can only come from you. I literally was on a goose chase for a bird that I was never going to catch or find. It took me many years to come to this realization that I'm in charge of how I feel and that I must take the appropriate actions to get myself back to a peaceful, calm, and centered place, not by trying to find it in someone or something else. Being your own superhero means, and you're wearing the resilience cape, let me tell you, when you're being your own superhero, It means taking ownership for how you're feeling, being the person who stands up for yourself, and being aware that your peace and happiness is an inside job. In other words, showing up for yourself. This is not always an easy solution, but guys, I'm telling you from my heart, it is always the best one. When you become your own superhero, you take accountability for your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and ultimately your life. And that is the path to freedom and joy, as you are the only one who can get yourself into that state of being. My homework for you this week is to choose to be your own superhero. You have all the superpowers you need to heal yourself, to love yourself, and to grow yourself already within you. So go flex those resilient muscles and be your own superhero. All right, guys, that brings me to the closing of this episode together on resiliency. I hope that you were able to take some nuggets of wisdom out of this episode. I'd love to hear your feedback on if anything is working for you or if there's anything you want to hear more of, please shoot me a line on social media or you can DM me, whatever works best for you. So today we went over resiliency. We went over what resiliency is, some strategies on how you can combat it, but also developing and growing a resiliency muscle because you're always going to need it. Things are always going to happen in life, and I can assure you, based on all the things I mentioned, plus more, and others that I did not, you absolutely have the power within you to get over life's biggest hurdles. And going back to that metaphor of having a strong mind and building that resilience muscle within yourself, it's all about your mindset, the way in which you perceive each and everything that comes up in life. That's what's going to make or break, whether you get through and get ahead. 
Because you can go through a lot, but you can stay stagnant and that can literally last for years, if not your lifetime. But when you finally decide that you're going to be bigger and better than anything that is put in your path as an obstacle, that's when you can take true personal power. That's when you can utilize your inner strength to come out the most so that you can be a game changer. You can change the game in your life and you can have that game face on at all times and be prepared no matter what life throws your way. I know you guys can do this. If I can do it, you absolutely can get over life's biggest hurdles. If you guys need help with anything in regards to what I've talked about in the podcast today, sharing my story, and you guys are going through some of the same things. I'm always happy to help you. You guys can contact me on social media through my website or ideally through my Patreon page where I have a ton of different resources from, as I mentioned, things like yoga and breath work and sweat and soul sessions to coaching where I can go more in depth with exactly what you're dealing with right now. So to do so, you just have to go to patreon.com slash Mandy J. Ross, and you'll see different options on how we can work together. And I would be so happy to serve you guys in this way. The podcast definitely allows me to share a lot of the insights that I do in my workshops, in my writings, in everything that I'm creating right now and putting out to the world. But if you want one-on-one individual sessions together, then that's again, a way that we can dive really deep into the exact issues you're personally dealing with and we can come to some solutions for you. And I love serving you guys like this. It honestly makes me feel so happy to be a life cheerleader and to uplift you and empower you to live your best life because guys, you deserve the best and you deserve to be living your dream lives. On that positive note, I am sending you guys so much love, so much light, and I am wishing you a super star, fearless rock star day. Mwah. Thanks so much for joining me. If there's anyone you know who you think could benefit from hearing today's episode, it would mean the world if you'd share it with them. Love what you heard? Then please subscribe. If you really love what you heard, then please leave a review with your honest and loving thoughts. This podcast wouldn't be possible without your support. If you feel called to, please make contributions to my podcast fund that helps me to keep it going strong, bringing on amazing guests for you, and to continue the ripple effect of spreading goodness in the world. I appreciate you, your time, and your energy, and I love hearing from you, so drop me a line on social media. As always, I'm wishing you a positive day and your own piece of paradise. Until next time, sending you love and light and keep shining.